What's up, y'all? This is hey, Atiana. And I'm Remy. And welcome to AR Vibes, the musically bossed up podcast where we discuss music, life, and bossing up, period. Before we get into today's episode, let's pay respect to Anchor. Hey, shout out Anchor. The app where you can create, distribute, and monetize your podcast right from your phone. And who doesn't love easy money? Not for real. Not only is it easy money, but it's also easy to use. You can record, edit, and add your clips right from the source. And keep in mind, y'all, this is a 100% free hosting and distribution site, period. So there's no need to worry about running out of storage or having to pay any of those membership fees. And best of all, it automatically distributes to all podcast listeners' favorite platforms. So accessibility isn't even an issue. Now, let's get back to it, y'all. All right, today, y'all, we have a national ranked poet and MC who has won many slam competitions by being able to successfully mix his creativity with intelligence on real experiences. He is a very good friend of mine and definitely knows how to bring some light and energy into the room with his vibe. I swear this man wears about 15 hats, like he's either MCing, <laughs> bartending, uh, hosting, DJ, just, just so much stuff. Okay. An entrepreneur in his own realm, please welcome Self the Poet. Yes, Self. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you yeah, for saying yes to the is. interview. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, very excited. Excited to be here. Excited for you and what you got going on. Um, I think it's dope. I'm glad. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks. Thanks. So just to get some background info, who is self? Like, where where did you get that name? Who is self is the question I think everybody who interacts with me asks me at some point or another. Um, And I feel like it's an ever-evolving question. I don't think it's a stagnant thing. I think I'm always shifting with the times, with different energies, with different things. But me as a person, I guess... It's kind of hard to describe, but I'm really just me. Self is just like a person who enjoys life and enjoys the pursuit of happiness. Mm. So did you get self before you were uh, into poetry and doing DJs, open mic night and open mic night, open mic night and stuff? Um, it definitely came with the poetry realm back in high school. I was like 11th or 12th grade. And I heard this line in a poem that made me want to, like, I was like, that'd be cool if Self was, like, my actual name. And then I was like, yeah, my name's Self, the poet. And then it stuck. I don't know. <laughs> People were like, okay. Mm. <laughs> Do you remember that actual line that you took it from? It was some, like, I think it's also, like, in a Medea movie. It was just, like, uh, Medea movie. basically, uh, he was talking to himself, and he's like, I tell myself, I said, Self. Some, some, some. I was like, <laughs> that's perfect. So, you also mentioned open mic at local seat. So, how did you get into that? So, um, it's funny. Uh, recently, well, I just ended my tenure there at local three years ago. Um, I was doing another open mic actually, and someone invited me out, um, through the local seat. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, it was like a smaller venue. It was a hookah lounge, and they were kind of just picking up and everything. So 
Um, it was definitely a cool experience to grow with the venue. Because, like, it doubled in size, doubled in capacity, uh, all of that good stuff. So, just, like, having your show last with the venue itself is pretty dope. And you say you left there. Was that like a personal thing that you just did for yourself? Um, I mean, it was just some logistic things, essentially. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you guys, reason I like, why... Wait, I kind of missed it, though. Like, okay, so you got into poetry in high school? Yeah. Okay, cool. And it was just based on, like... Literally, what was I, it based on? I had a friend that was into poetry. I was a rapper. I was like, eh, I don't really care about poetry. Not my thing. She's like, nah, you got to come hear this. You'll like this, especially if you're a rapper, blah, blah, blah. I was like, fine. Well, really, at first, it was like, because she was like, yeah, it's only $10 to come. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to pay $10. Mind you, in high school, dollars was like $100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go pay 10 hours. She was like, no, nah, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll uh, pay for you to get in. Just come. Just come on. So I'm like, fine. I'll come out. And um, actually, I met literally, like, some of the top-tier poets in Houston there. And oh, wow. uh, and to do great things. A lot of them are at the Improv Houston, mm-hmm. uh, which is the venue in Houston. 500-plus um, people every show. Uh, met Seven, the poet there, a uh, premier poet out of the city of Houston, nationally, uh, you know, acclaimed and stuff like that. I've met a lot of nationally ranked poets, uh, became a nationally ranked poet, which was great. Hey. Yeah, it's been a crazy experience, you know? Yeah. How do you become a nationally ranked poet? Uh, you have to compete. You have to compete in uh, the National uh, Poetry Slam, NPS. And you're competing against teams all around the world. It's like 80 plus something teams. And um, if you make it, making it to semifinals and finals allows you to be officially ranked. So it's not no like battle rapping where you where you spitting poetry back and forth at each other. It's more so like you just get on stage no, and do it. <laughs> it's, um, it's more so you literally pick five random people in the audience. Uh, to judge, and they're gonna score you from zero to ten, zero point zero to zero, and so you're going up individually or as a team, um, up to five people, mm-hmm. and y'all go poem for poem and see who gets the highest score. Yeah, I'm at the four by four, so there's like a bunch of bouts. Everybody has bouts, and you have like. Multiple power, like four bouts, and then semifinals, and then finals. Well, you said bouts? Bouts, yeah, like, uh, I don't know, the step before semifinals. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm like, <laughs> you said how much simple can it get? <laughs> okay, but before we move on, I just wanted to say, for us, we are including you into a series. Um, listeners, we had started a series called uh, Finding Your, your Inner Peace, Finding Your Peace. Yes. And we were just, you know, brainstorming like different avenues that we do within our life to be able to 
you know, find inner peace or if we're feeling a little more so on the negative side, a little uneasy with whatever's going on personally or whatever's going yeah. on within this world. We have a lot going on within this world right now. RIP to a lot of people and so much know, stuff COVID going on. Everything like that. Um, we really just wanted to evaluate and just have like self-evaluation as well. So one avenue that we had was it's okay to say no and, you know, self-value and just really be in tune with your inner self. And so we were like, oh, it was perfect because your name is self. So it was like, boom, boom. <laughs> we feel like a poet or I feel like a poet should be somebody who kind of like is their own therapist in a way you like write about stuff that you're going through sometimes I'm thinking or you know just like you do a lot of reflection so I feel like as people just in general we need to do a lot more of that yeah so with that said we usually ask for the song at the end that relates to this topic at hand it's okay to say no self-value edition but we're gonna go ahead and switch it up for this series and ask that at the beginning so self what is the song that you chose to go with this topic? Uh, what song did I choose? <laughs> um, let's see. If there were a song I was going to choose for self-evaluation, I know it'd be a Drake song. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, that sounds about That's right. For sure. um, I think Drake is masterful at piecing together his personal self-evaluation. Right. Like Drake, Drake knows he has toxic ways. He knows he makes good decisions. He knows he makes a couple of bad decisions, but he ultimately dedicates his life to living life. Mm. And I think that's a testament to me in itself. Um maybe successful. Okay, I like that one. Oh, that Maybe is my successful. favorite song. You know what's crazy? Um, well, uh, you might have uh, seen it on my story, but the other day I got uh, pulled over. The other day I got pulled over, and um, right before that, right before I got pulled over, I was having a talk with one of my friends, and they were just like, basically, you need to get yourself together. Like, you have a lot of potential, and you're not using it the way you need to be using it. And, you know, getting on me, and I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> and, like, because um, I don't know. Lately, I just hadn't been as inspired as I would like to be. I think so much stuff had happened in life mm-hmm. that I just got so distracted. And mm-hmm. so it was hard. You know, like, when you were doing poetry, when I was slamming, when I was competing, like, you, we were writing about stuff we were passionate about. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And so it was just like, I haven't felt passion in a minute mm. and so um before like when i was first getting into music i got into music super 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 late um but one of the first artists i really got into was drake it was around the so far gone era like his first real uh album out mm-hmm. you know that album just is i don't know i was gonna say great what, album it's it's a great great album because it's it's so reflectionary. Like it's it's literally a mirror towards his inner self and like his rise to fame and him meeting people and like you know really telling the real. Like he's not like yeah, it's great to have money. I'm rich. He's like nah. It's crazy how you meet some of the people you idolize and they get jealous of you. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. 
And I've, I've had that. Like, I've, you know, my little, I wouldn't call myself famous at all, but uh, my notoriety, I guess, in Houston, mm-hmm. um, just knowing so many people and just, like, working with so many people, I feel like a lot of people, like, were supportive of me until I got close to being on their level. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, they looked at me as competition and turned their back on me. And why does our why does our culture do that? That's so such much a, a crap mentality. Oh, exactly. We should it be is. able to help each other at that point. And I feel like that's what it's supposed to be. Like another Drake line, he's like basically saying, "No, it's not lonely at the top, and it's not supposed to be lonely at the top. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to be the only person at the top. You're supposed to be at the top with all the other people who made it to the top. You know? Yeah." And especially Houston, Houston kind of has a real bad, like, people at the top, you, they either A, don't want to see you make it, or B, they don't mind if you make it, but they're not going to help you for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And with Houston being one of those uh, cities that are, like, in the gray area of, like, premier city, it's just, like, everybody, it's it's tough to make it out of Houston. A lot of people from Houston say you got to go outside of Houston to make it and then come back. Mm-hmm. And so with me traveling naturally with poetry and stuff like that and everything, like, honestly, life really started for me when I got to college. I didn't really have a life before college. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, you know, I was nobody. I was walking. I was here, but I was nobody. Like, nobody acknowledged me. Nobody really, I didn't know why. And imagine being the same person, but you've been doing your own thing then all those people that were like talking mess and like you know didn't like you or just random people like embracing you and it's just like weird because who are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you touching me? Like y'all really was not messing with me before and then and you know like my friends that were my friends back then they're just like I guess proud and it's kind of hard for me to accept because it's just like I don't even know what I did for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just kind of moving, you know, with life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things happened. I did things I thought were fun. And it was just like, like, yeah, yeah, this and that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just looking at it like I've really been this person. You always have the juice. With me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's it's definitely a interesting thing. You know, you talk about successful. And, you know, it's like, you want the money, the cars, clothes, women, <laughs> uh, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you just want to be successful. And, I mean, that's real life. Like, you know, those are the things that people say comes with success. You know, like, okay, these things are cool to have, I guess. Like, I think it's a prerequisite to require wanting cars and clothes and all of this if I want success. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the success is what matters to me. But even as a human being, I understand that pursuit of a goal will always outweigh achieving the goal. And I think a lot of people don't realize that until they're doing it or until they accomplish a goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
that's just like it kind of reminds me of the line where uh Drake said just enough of just enough to solve your problems and then too much will kill you like exactly you just need the right amount like too much success like you said will like you'll go to your head and you feel like you gotta charge people can't talk to people gotta compete with the next person like when it's just a I mean everybody should be even and equal right living and I think that's where like the self-evaluation comes in where where you reach that point you have to like actually humble yourself Mm -hmm. to get to that definitely have to humble yourself and you know like with me being me I guess life humbled me before I had anything (laughs) life was like before we do this I want you to know calm down (laughs) yeah yeah don't forget where you came from and stuff like that so it's just like you know when I'm out here I'm doing all of these things on the outside people like yeah you know you think you're this you think you're that and it's just like man I'm just happy to be here Exactly. <laughs> like y'all looking at it however y'all want to look at it, but it's like I'm I'm genuinely doing me and I'm enjoying it. Like the mm-hmm. first the first line of the second uh second verse of that song is just like I want things to go my way, but as of late a lot of stuff been going sideways and it's just like story of my life. <laughs> it's like yeah, I just wanna be great, but they don't wanna let me. Yeah. Well, that's kind of going into our scenario, first scenario. So this is going to be a difference between selfish and self-love. Kind of how, you know, things might not always go your way. But so, self, let's say you just bought a flight to go on a trip you've been working so hard for and finally got a break in your schedule just to relax. And comes a message from your homeboy asking for $500. Obviously, he must need a frill because he never asks you for money, like ever. But you have already budgeted for the money to be used on your trip. Not knowing when you will get the money back, are you going to give it up or no? Um, I feel like I'd have more questions. Like, what is the money <laughs> for? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I do believe in helping people, but I also believe people will use you if they feel like they can. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, I just gave somebody some money today, earlier. You know what I'm saying? Somebody I consider a friend. And, you know, he always pays it back or whatever. So I don't really be tripping on, like, what it's for, per se. You know what I'm saying? But some people, you know, I've given away. In high school, I helped uh, my girlfriend at the time and her mom pay their rent one time. Dang, you had it like that back in high school? I don't know why I had money. (laughs) I, can't remember. <laughs> I cannot remember, but I remember specifically like a large amount of money going to her. And it was just like, you know, if I feel like I'm making a difference or I'm helping you genuinely, I don't care. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There'll always be more opportunities. I'll probably get a better opportunity out of it. So, as so long you as just I miss the trip and give the, help help them out. As long as, okay, so I would have to wait. Like, if their importance, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's, like, rent money, like, hey, I'm going to get kicked out if, you know, I don't get this $500 or something. Because you don't just need $500. Yeah. (laughs) You don't just be like, yeah, I need $500. I've been trying to get some clothes for a while now, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Nah. (laughs) I need this new belt. Like, nah, you know. You don't ask $500 randomly. Like, you probably ask 
like a car note, you know, yeah. or something like that. Um, I was just because I hate like you know breaking my word or my promises. I would just hope that it was a solo trip. You know, if like if it was just me going on the trip, that'd be fine. It'd be kind of hard at first. Like, yeah, you know, I'm the key factor in someone's birthday trip. You know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what would create the divide. Yeah. Kind of the that. reason why I asked, like, we put the scenario in here was because we wanted to, like, see the difference between selfish and self-love. Um, like, Well, selfish is just like, hey, I need this trip more than you need this money. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going on this trip and good luck. Sorry, buddy. See you when I get back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But what if, for another standpoint, like, oh, I just really, I need this for me. Like, I, I've been busting my, like, feet, hands, voice, talking on every mic. I just need to rest. So you could kind of say it's like self-love in a way. I mean, definitely. I feel like a lot of the things I have to do today are like, look, I got to do this for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My relationship, my reason leaving is just like, I had to do this for me. Like, I understand mm-hmm. we had issues. Some of those issues may have very well been my fault. And you may very well have good reason for being mad at me. But also, I can't be the monster in this relationship forever. Like, if if I'm not what you wanted out of a relationship, allow me to leave. Right. Allow us both yeah. a chance at happiness. Don't say, like, oh, we need to stay in this because it hasn't been long enough for you or, you know, it hasn't you feel like enough work wasn't put in. Like, sometimes you can just see it. You can see it. It's right there. And it's just like, that's the problem a lot of people have in relationships. They ignore that. They're like, no, we got to try harder because we're supposed to. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you got to be honest with yourself. I'm always trying to be honest with myself. I don't like lying to myself. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to, like, your hosting and, like, entertaining, have you found yourself guilty of having to choose between the two? Between, like, hosting and helping somebody? Yeah, like, basically, like, uh, let's say someone wants you to, like, come host their birthday party, but you also had something personal you needed to tend to that same night. Like, has that ever happened to where you had to choose between... Should I um, go help somebody de- else out or should I just focus on me? It, it depends on, is a few factors in it. They're a close friend. Um, if they're paying distance, all that like plays a part. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, I'm the type of person, I'll try to do both before I let either one of us down. Gotcha. You know, so if I can squeeze both in, like come for an hour or two at one venue and then another hour or two at another venue. I'll try like that. Or it just depends. Like, you know, is this like my close friend's birthday? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, is this something I previously agreed to? You know, it's just like, because at the same time, people do have to be understanding of what you have going on. You know, if you ask me today, or even if you ask me after I'm already booked to come do something for you, Obviously, you know, I'm booked. Obviously, you know, I'm, you know, I'm busy. So it's just like you're you're putting a decision in my hands that was never really my decision to have. So mm-hmm. it's just like, 
I mean, I have to make a smart decision. Like if this other show that's me personally is paying me $200, you're like, hey, I need a favor as a friend. I might not be able to do that favor this time. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and you shouldn't want me to do that favor. Like if you know you can't pay me <laughs> and you know I have a way to get paid, you know this is like my livelihood, you know I don't work a nine to five, you know I'm not doing that. So this is how I make my money. Yeah, you shouldn't even want me to, you know, you should be like, hey, if you have time after, pull up. Is there like a conversation that you feel like you would have or like how would you handle the conversation or you just feel like it's kind of like an unspoken thing? Like you should know this. Like I'm going to just say no and you got to you got to understand that. Like I don't owe you the explanation to the no. Like it should just be no. I think um, I've expressed a level of consistency with how I handle my scheduling. First of all, I barely even plan things ahead. Uh, Randa, tell you, I don't plan more than two or three days in advance. (laughs) Uh, Because it's just like, number one, I hate letting people down. So like, if I agree to it, I'm like, I have to, I have a commitment issue. I'd be like, I gotta be there and I can't do nothing else. And then what if I need to do something else and then I can't do it? So it's just like, all right. (laughs) <laughs> like when I do have something but I think people understand like okay yeah you won't be able to make it like Monday you know when I was doing the show uh, don't ask me to do nothing on Mondays because I'm not doing it I can't do it my whole show is Monday mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying when I had a show on Thursday or Sunday like you knew hey I'm going to be at the show you have a better chance of coming out <laughs> and seeing me perform than me being able to go do something else, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, you keep that consistency and you let people know, like, you know, it's not anything personal or anything. It's just like, hey, if I have a book show, I got to be there. Or really, if I told somebody I'm going to be there, pretty much I say, I'm going to go. You know, that's why, like, I'm, I'm not just going to throw out definitive answers all the time. It's like, well, I have to keep you updated. I got to, you know, yeah, I got to know what's up. My mama, she always says that she's like, she always say like, I'm not going to make any promises, but I'll try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, just tell me yes or no. <laughs> but it, now that I'm older, it yes makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, because for me to say, all right, that just puts me in a worse position later on. Because for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like today, today is a Monday. Most people wouldn't schedule anything on a Monday if it was dealing with stuff. So if I committed to you, like, hey, I'm going to do this interview on this Monday, you're like, bet, I expect to see you on this Monday. And then I'm like, oh, well, something came up. Something came up is words I never want to use. You know what I'm saying? So if anything, you know, that's why I try to be upfront in the beginning or I try to let people know, like, hey, you know, like, if you're trying to plan something Friday, Saturday, Sunday with me, Hey, I gotta let you know. <laughs> I can't. I can't give you a yes or no on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because that's when everything comes. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I have to be fair to myself, just like I gotta be fair to you. And sometimes it's that can simple. You feel, can you feel like there's some type of like self love can have some like tendencies of like narcissistic characteristics? <laughs> I will sometimes choose myself over whoever when I have to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and I don't, I'm not worried about length of time spent 
or anything like that. Like my happiness, my peace has to come first because I'm all I got for real in real life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I only got one chance with me. With y'all, you know, depending on who it is, you get chances and stuff like that. I only got one good chance with me. And mm -hmm. at the point where like I feel myself not happy, stressing, like I'm not a stressed out person, not an angry mm -hmm. person not a person that gets upset like 90 percent of my friends have never seen me stressed out upset anything not because i hide it but because i don't deal with it i don't get there mm -hmm. handle things before it gets there so it's a fine line between that like that self-love and that um alleged narcissism <laughs> alleged. alleged alleged for real but yeah i could definitely agree it's like a thin line between the two um and I could see how somebody could perceive if you're not doing what they want you to do, yeah. it being narcissistic behavior. That's when you got to draw boundaries for real. Um, for real right. boundaries. And at the like end I of said, the day, I like definitely, you said. Yeah. I definitely made some mistakes. I admit to those mistakes. And it's just like moving forward. If we can't move forward, then I have to move forward myself. Okay. The second scenario, which I feel like I already know self-response to, but the second scenario is going to be the difference between selfless and self-worth, which I feel like we kind of touched on a little bit within the other scenario. But, okay, imagine self. Um, imagine, did you see the movie Acrimony? I don't think I saw it. With Taraji P. Henson? No. I Where she go crazy? Yeah, I meant to watch Okay, well, I was about to say, you need to watch it, okay? You need to watch it's it. After pretty, this, but it's, it's okay. She was a little extreme, but whatever. What you trying to say? She was extreme, but it kind of like, it kind of goes in with the scenario I'm finna say. So. Ooh, or Insecure. Or Insecure. Do you, season, did you watch yeah, Insecure? Season one. Nope. Didn't do it. Okay, so. Okay. I'm sorry. I wow. said, okay. I, we said, okay. I, I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> I'm usually out because he working. We're, we're gonna go with that exactly. <laughs> we'll we'll I say that. The movie. We'll say that. We just gonna say all that you just said right there. <clears throat> but okay, so imagine this: you're in a relationship with a woman, right? And she's just living off you. You know what I'm saying? You're paying the bills. You're paying for the dates. You're paying for the trips. Even though you know you haven't all the way gotten as successful, you know, as you want to be yet, you know, all the way in your bag yet, it just kind of seems like she doesn't have no drive for herself right now. She ain't got no ambition, really. But she is trying to push a new business, you know? She's trying something. But you like, what's going on? You know, it's been two years, and you just feel a little on edge with the relationship. So are mm. you going to stay and continue to support both of y'all? Or are you going to leave and focus on what you need to do to meet your own personal goals? Be that you a king. Which one? Okay, Remy just kind of set it off the edge there. With, you need to go with one answer. You know, that's that extra masculine, that masculine energy, <laughs> toxic masculine energy that they be trying to say. Because, you know, she could be somebody who's really supporting you at home. Like, you know, she's taking care of the household stuff. You know, she's she's a big fan of you and what you got going on. You know, it's not all bad. You know, you've been in this relationship for a minute. Obviously, you yeah. love the girl. But at the end of the day, something got to give. You don't know what to do. You know, how long do you give a person? I don't believe love is enough to sustain a relationship. 
Um, I believe it's foolish mm. to rely on love alone to sustain a relationship because all that does is blind you to everything else. You know, you have to have a balance of things, a balance of love, a balance of intuition, a balance of knowledge, yeah. a balance of wisdom. All of those things come into play when you're in a relationship. And it's just like, <clears throat> she very well may be capable of great things. You may not be that person to bring mm-hmm. out of you know what I'm saying? And Amen, brother. Who am I to hold you back? The way you said, who am I to hold you back? Who am I to hold you back? Like, if I can, like, if, if. <laughs> I know, watered the plant as much as I could, but I now it's time for the sun to come in. It's time for yeah, the sun to take over and do it. it to your own water. Yeah, you need to get the plant to another, another nursery or whoever, mm-hmm. plant her, yep. and let them grow the plant to its next phase. Yeah, that's, I think, the most selfish thing is trying to hold on to somebody knowing you can't help them grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing that's incredibly selfish to me. That's true. I can definitely see that. And just knowing your self-worth, knowing, because I look at self-worth as knowing the type of respect you deserve, not saying that this person isn't respecting you, but also the value, you know, that your standards. in yourself and able to yeah, your standards and wanting somebody who's going to pour into you more than just like you said, it can't all be based on love. There's different aspects. There's different things that we need within this relationship. Mm-hmm. So I need you to be pouring into me all that I'm being able to offer as well. So I can completely understand that. Right. Definitely. Like, don't get me wrong. Love is great. Yay. Ha ha. But. <laughs> <laughs> love. That's so dry. Yeah, <laughs> but nah. I mean, it's just it's so much more that comes into play. So it's like we can love each other all day, mm-hmm. but I can't love my way through these bills. <laughs> wow, that's true. You know what I'm saying? I can't love my way to success. So that's true. So what would you think your definition of being selfless means? Selfless can be a very dangerous thing. I think a lot of women are selfless. For you, as an individual, yeah. for you, right? For anybody. I think he was saying for anyone. Yeah, for anybody. No, I mean, yeah, I mean for anyone, but I mean like as far as like being selfless, it's going to be like an endangerment really for you internally. Or you mean? Oh, yeah. I just, I, first of all, I'm poor in real life. All those videos, it's a lot. No, I'm playing. But no, I realized like <laughs> you really gotta be careful, like, cause you give away too much of yourself, you will lose yourself. Uh, I feel like I've lost myself mm-hmm. before. I ain't trying to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Not fun. It is not fun at all. It's very hard to get back. And it's a beautiful thing knowing yourself. It's just like there's no depression, there's no stress, because it's just like, we know what we're capable of. We just make it happen. Yeah, that's true. I definitely feel you on that, um, like how you felt like you lost yourself. I had mentioned this before in, a, I think in season one, like how I had to take a complete like hiatus from social media, from talking to certain people. Like, I just couldn't do it. Like, I had to just really... Mm-hmm look internally and focus on myself the entire, like, for those whole three, like, entire three months, like, I just completely shut down. 
because I before prior to that I was just so selfless in giving energy not only to you know relate like romantic relationships but also like friends family like I just like I just got lost in the sauce I guess nah definitely Mm -hmm. so easy to get lost because you're you're moving and you're thinking like yeah I gotta do this because I gotta be a good person and this this person needs this this person needs this but like like perfect example MC Hammer was selfless also he gave his money to everybody until he had none and now he has none you know, know what I'm saying? Every time somebody needed something, he got it for him. And mm. now <laughs> he ain't got much for himself. He's the butt of the joke. Everybody. Yeah, it's just like you you gotta you gotta be careful. Like um you gotta stop trying to hold on to things that aren't for you. Ooh. And you have to stop trying to give away things that you don't have to give. Oh, so that reminds me. So y'all know Moesha mm-hmm. came out on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they had, like, now that I'm older and, like, re-watching it, like, it's really some gems in there. And I remember there was one episode where Moesha, she loaned, I think, $20 to Hakeem. And so she was just, like, venting to Aunt Andale about it. And Aunt, she's, Aunt Andale told her, don't loan what you don't have. And even though they were talking about that in money terms, I took that as like, don't loan loan people love that you don't have for yourself. Don't loan mm. time to other people that you don't even have for yourself. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is to me that just hit like a whole like, what's it called, epiphany like in my brain. Yeah, no, I feel like being that selfless too, like do, making sure you're doing for others so much more than you're doing for yourself. I feel like at the end of the day, it could be detrimental as far as just like, then those people start to expect that from you yeah. or they start to get entitled to that. They start to feel like they deserve it and which, you know what I'm saying? Like you deserve your your happiness and to put yourself first, but you giving it away makes them feel like it's something that is deserved at the end of the day. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I learned the hard way. <laughs> I definitely learned the hard way because, yeah, I used to give, give, give. Like, my mom tells me stories about when I was young. Like, she used to buy me so many toys and so many little things, and I just gave them away. I don't even remember it, but it's just, you know, I've always been a giving person. But once you give away a little bit too much, it like, that hole is hard to fill. yeah. You know, it's easy to get stuff you lend away, but it's hard to get you back to you. Mm-hmm. What you say, give you back to you? Get you back to you. Okay. You know, giving a piece of yourself away, you know, that that has to come back multiplied. You can't just get that back the way you gave it away. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's why sometimes, like, when I see a funny video, I don't even send it to people sometimes. Like, <laughs> I just I just keep it for myself to enjoy. <laughs> nah, that's selfish. I don't know what that's about. No, that is not selfish. <laughs> I like yeah, how you try to slide that in. Way about that. Try to slide that you should have kept that for yourself. Like, honestly, like, I feel like God, I'm constantly funny. sending out stuff, like, yeah, share the happiness, <laughs> but like, can I enjoy it? Like, can I just sit in this and be happy right now? Like, without having to focus mm-hmm. to sharing it with someone? 
I think there was like some type of like meme from back in the day too, where it was like, uh, you send somebody a funny video and they're like, oh, I already seen this. And a party feels hurt because it's like, yeah. why didn't you send it to me? Exactly. <laughs> or even why you didn't pretend you didn't see it. Like, yeah. I also said, I would act like I didn't see so it. so funny. I'll say, oh, mm-hmm. well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something. <laughs> Sorry. Something he like, got yeah, me. He got me in All right. So, <laughs> laugh with me. Exactly. <laughs> Selfish, see? No, no. That's self Learn the difference, Remy. Learn the difference. That's self work. See, that honestly, guys, now that we come into the, the conclusion, with each of these, it could go either way depending on your mindset and the situation. Because I don't see, see that as selfish. I see it as me doing self-love and self-worth. Like you mentioned earlier, you can't just keep pouring out to people, giving people stuff. So my means, I keep to myself. Period. But I feel like that defeats the purpose of them. Of the meme? Yeah. Memes are literally meant to be shared. Yeah, someone shared it on their timeline and I saw it and I laughed and I scrolled. <laughs> so you'll take somebody else's happiness, but you won't share the happiness. I didn't say I always do it though. That's not selfish at all. It's okay. But you know what? To <laughs> to in Remy's defense, she does send a lot of videos. So her holding back this little five percent she keeps to herself, I appreciate as well because you know, sometimes the DMs be flooded. Okay, look. That's right. <laughs> Have your co-host back. We know the real. <laughs> you got me. Even though she tried to play me saying I flood her DMs, but it's fine. Anyways. <laughs> Master and Advice is a segment where we ask our interviewee, in this case self, uh, to give three main points on the topic at hand. And in this case, it is knowing how to operate in the right self. So you mentioned Drake, uh, Successful by Drake. So what are three main points that either goes with that song or that journey for you? One is setting a goal for yourself, number one. Um, definitely important to understand that you need something to chase in order to enjoy the chase in the first place. Hmm. Um, without that, that's why a lot of people get lost on their path because they're just like doing things they enjoy with no actual purpose or no actual goal. And so how do you know where the end is if you don't have an end? You know, like, you ever walk somewhere with, like, nowhere to go? Like, it gets boring really, really fast. As opposed to, like, you walk, you know you have a far way to go, but you can literally see how close you're getting to your goal at all times. That's what's important. Um, Point number two is remembering to enjoy the good times and the bad times. Enjoy the bad times. Bad times are like the clearest signal of better things coming. Um, If you're naive enough to think that things are always going to be good, it's never going to be fun for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get too drunk. Sometimes you get wasted. Sometimes you do other stuff. Sometimes your heart gets broke. Sometimes things just don't work out. But it's okay. All of these, pain is temporary. Pain is temporary. Temporary. I feel like people forget that a lot. And because people forget that a lot, they get caught up in the moment. Like, it's, I hurt my knee the other day, like really, really badly. 
and um well this is like a month ago now but it, like for a whole week and a half two weeks like it wasn't healing at all no matter what i did you know what i'm saying but it was just like like i couldn't bend it like it was very hard to walk pretty messed up mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you know you know your body's gonna heal itself just like the universe will heal itself things will come and things will go so it it's almost like it doesn't matter what goes wrong you know what i'm saying like you you lose a family member what can you do about that you can't bring them back you can only appreciate what they did while they were here mm-hmm. thing outside of that is potentially a waste of your time outside of your grieving period because now you're you're cutting into your own time of possibly being great doing great things or having an unforgettable moment to worry about a past moment that you can't change um like one of my favorite quotes i don't even remember it for real word for word but it's just like acknowledge the things you can change and the things you can't change change the things you can change and the things you can't change don't worry about it don't worry about it um and number three know your worth yes know your worth um got to don't be afraid to put your foot down don't be afraid to put yourself first you gotta you have to put yourself first sometimes or you will never be happy like that's true i think my true goal is happiness and i just want things that bring me happiness like i told i tell people like i don't even know if i have a real amount of money i want to have my amount of money is just like i want to be able to swipe my card and not have to check my bank account afterwards preach you know what I'm saying? I don't require much. I feel like I'm a simple person. I don't think I want 10, 15 cars. I don't need, like, two-story closet. Like, All nah. the extra stuff. I mm-hmm. But my time with the people I want to be around and pay for everything and be happy about it. <laughs> you know? That's true. That's true. I think those are three beautiful main points. Yeah. I especially like that last one. I can definitely rock mm-hmm. with that one. And with that being said, uh, don't forget. Oh, before we even do that, do you have any, like, anything? I know it's, you know, corona season and everything like that. But do you have any, like, thing that we can be on the lookout for? Ah, man. I mean, I just um, picked up DJing recently. So you could be on the lookout for that. I'm going to be emceeing some places soon. So, you know, just uh, stay tuned in. Stay tuned in to the podcast and stay tuned in to self. You know what I'm hey, saying? Go plug in yes, your social sir. media. Uh, at self the poet. It's really easy. No commas, no period. Your scores. Straight like that. Straight like that. It's all spelled out. It's no does or poet. He said it's no does. Self the poet. <laughs> yep. You know, people like how you spell it. It's exactly how it sounds. Perfect, perfect. Well, you guys, thanks. Thank you again, so for coming on the show, spending time yes. with us here at AR Vibes and dropping gems on self evaluation. Um, and for everyone else, our lovely audience, thank you guys for tuning in. Please do not forget to like, share, subscribe, share, share the series with your friends, you guys. Like, they need to get a little self love and like 
finding their inner peace too. So let them in on the series. Self yeah, love, there. It's okay. Exactly. So on that note, <laughs> <laughs> we out. Bye.